Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Myers Detox podcast. Today is a, a very special podcast. We have my friend Dr. Veronique de Salmier on the show and we're going to be talking about breast cancer, alternative treatments, uh, the most cutting edge ways you can detect brand, breast cancer besides mammograms, and uh, Dr. Desaunier's seven-step system to treat breast cancer and to prevent breast cancer. Prevention is key and that's what, you know, really the reason I'm doing this show and doing this podcast and have my website is really because my own father died of his cancer treatments. He was diagnosed with esophageal cancer and he died within six months of his diagnosis. And granted, he did smoke for 40 years and so I knew the day would come one day when he would pay the price for that. And, um, you know, he died when he was 68 years old and I was hoping that, you know, maybe he would have developed cancer later in life. He didn't have the best lifestyle habits or diet and and things like that. Uh, he didn't exercise or go in the sun. And he, it was just a recipe uh, for cancer. But on today's show, we're going to talk about all the different things you can do to prevent cancer, to prevent that diagnosis in the first place, or give you lots of tools if you or a loved one do have a breast cancer or other type of cancer diagnosis. There's so much you can do. You have so much control. And in trying to save my own father, I was doing all kinds of research and I was researching, you know, alternative treatments and the right diet he should be eating. And in that research, I just kept hitting upon toxins and heavy metals and plastics and xenoestrogens and other things as underlying root causes of cancer, all the toxins in our environment. And it's really what inspired me to start MyersDetox.com and start doing this podcast to educate other people about the importance of detoxification to prevent all the millions of diagnoses that people are getting of all types that are due to toxins. And so it's a very good show today, very, very good podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, I also want to, uh, you know, give you some tools yourself if you are looking to detox, if you want to learn more about detoxification. I have a free checklist that you can go to detoxforenergy.com and download for free. It's called the Top 10 Tips to Detox Like a Pro Checklist. And I created this after working with thousands of people and kind of distilled down what are the top 10 things that people need to do to remove toxins from their body. And so lots of really helpful, simple tips in this checklist that you may not be doing, uh, that you need to incorporate into your health regimen. Because I assure you that just like myself, a lot of people listening were, you know, are or were eating a really good diet, taking really good supplements, they're trying to sleep every night, they're trying to de-stress, they're exercising, they're doing everything right. But you can be doing that and still have health issues because you're missing this one key element, which is detoxification of heavy metals and chemicals. You have to add this to your health regimen in order to be healthy. So that's why I created this checklist to kind of just get you thinking in that direction. So go to detoxforenergy.com to get my top 10 tips. So now on with the show, uh, Dr. Veronique de Saulnier. Uh, she is the founder of Breast Cancer Conqueror. 
and creator of the Seven Essentials System, which we're going to review today, a step-by-step -step educational program with the goal of preventing disease and creating naturally vibrant health. Her signature process is empowering thousands of women in 41 countries around the world. Dr. V has been in the wellness industry for 40 years, beginning with her chiropractic degree in 1979. Her passion for health and wellness inspired Dr. V to pursue extensive studies in various fields of energy medicine and her specialty in chiropractic, bioenergetics, meridian stress analysis, homeopathy, and digital thermography empowers Dr. V with a unique approach to health and wellness. Dr. V is the Amazon number one bestselling author of her book, Heal Breast Cancer Naturally, and she's been featured in the world-renowned Truth About Cancer docu-series and their live stages, they have events, and she was also invited to participate in many summits and online podcasts relating to health and wellness. You can learn more about her at breastcancerconquer.com. Dr. Desaunier, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to be here, Wendy. Thank you for having me. So I met you on a television set, the Dr. Nandy's show that we were both on. And we were on a show talking about toxins. You were on a show talking about cancer and as you specialize in breast cancer. And so uh, we're going to talk about that today on the show. Um, but why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your own journey and, you know, why you're so passionate about sharing your message, uh, you know, of hope to women around the globe? Well, um, I discovered I had breast cancer in 2004. And by then I'd been in practice for 23 years. I'm a, you know, bioenergetic chiropractor by profession. And, you know, I'd been helping people reverse all kinds of diseases. You know, my father was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer way back in 1983, and the doctors gave him no hope, and he was gone within six weeks. And so I, I realized at the time that, you know, there was something that could have been done. So I really threw myself into research and, and started applying those principles of natural healing and took that with me to my practice and so was seeing some pretty amazing results but then here I was in the shower one morning and felt that fateful lump in my left breast that changed the course of my life personally and professionally forever because it was like how could somebody like me develop cancer right here I was Dr. V teaching everybody how to be well and yet I was facing that that situation. And so tell us what do you think was the genesis of that do you feel like it was uh toxins in the environment what what is your thoughts on that yeah there were a number of things um dental for sure i had a cavitation which i had no idea what that was you know infection in the bone where i'd had a tooth extracted i had some thyroid issues i was very iodine deficient um stress wise i was living a very stressful life you know juggling three children and happy marriage and a you know busy practice and um you know, there was definitely some things in my, you know, in my past and my emotional heart that needed to be healed. And, and, you know, I went down that rabbit hole and started discovering all kinds of interesting things. So it was, it was definitely a learning curve and there was, you know, moments of frustration and fear and, and all of that, just like any other woman would experience. But I, you know, I knew deep in my gut that, you know, I could do this. And so I, you know, I really um, did some soul searching and started putting pieces of the puzzle together and recognized that if I was frustrated and overwhelmed sometimes, how much more so would the average person be? So that led me to create 
the seven essential system. It's that step-by-step guide that if you follow, you never have to fear cancer or any disease for that matter. Yeah, well, well, let's talk about that. What is exactly your seven essential step system? And and let's just discuss each step. Okay. So essential number one is let food be your medicine. And I'm sure, you know, your viewers are very... Um, on, you know, in touch with what good nutrition is about. Uh, I think we both know that there's not a, you know, cookie cutter diet for everybody that really, you know, genetically now we know according to people's DNA, some people can, you know, process some foods better than others. So um, bottom line is, you know, clean eating, organic, uh, 80% raw, lots of veggies, you know, that's the, that's the most important part of it. Yes. And so, yeah, we know diet is so, so, so important and that so many people are eating too much processed food, fast food, full of chemicals, full of partially hydrogenated oils. And also people are eating too much sugar. Sugar is a big contributing factor to cancer. So what is your your next step in the system? Number two is close to your heart, I'm sure, is to reduce your toxic exposure. Yes. (laughs) So you're very familiar with all of that. Uh, Your listeners are. Um, For me, one of the big ones that a lot of people are talking about now finally is uh, electropollution. You know, it's one of those toxins that we don't taste, see, feel or hear, but it's affecting all of us 24-7. And especially now with 5G rolling out, I mean, it's just like a planetary nightmare, really. Um, so I really like to educate people about those things and to teach them how to detox and, you know, everything from parasites to funguses to, you know, internal cleansing, saunas, rebounding, coffee enemas. I mean, you name it, you know, you're, you're the detox expert. So I'm sure you could add in a few things there. Yes. You went down the exact list that I would go, I would recommend to you. So that's perfect. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And what is step number three? Number three is to balance your energy. Uh, so we're electrical beings, right? We're energetic beings. We're one billionth physical matter. The rest is all energy. So, Um, How do we balance our energy? Well, chiropractic care, uh, acupuncture, um, exercises like yoga, tai chi, or even exercise in general. Proper sleep really helps to balance your energy. And then hormones, that's a big one, especially for women who are dealing with breast cancer or want to prevent breast cancer. Because traditional medicine has created this fear around our hormones, right? That we should suppress our hormones because that's what's driving the cancer. But that's the furthest thing from the truth. You know, our hormones don't cause cancer. If that were the case, every 21-year-old on the planet would have cancer, right? So it's looking at the chemical estrogens that we're exposed to, the xenoestrogens in the environment, the pesticides, herbicides, um, Aluminum is a, is a metalloestrogen. Mercury in your teeth is a metalloestrogen. Uh, plastics, all these things that drive estrogen production and mimic estrogen in the body, you have to be very careful about. And then secondly, you have to find out if your body can methylate or metabolize or break down your estrogens properly. And if it doesn't, then you need to support those pathways so that it can. Yeah, doing coffee enemas is a great way to do that because your liver yeah. has to do that job of you know, detoxing the excess estrogen or metabolizing excess. So doing a coffee enema really helps that along. And so tell us about step number four. 
Number four is usually the most difficult one um, because, you know, as women, we're really good at multitasking and doing all kinds of things. Um, but when it comes to self-care and self-nurturing and taking time for ourselves and learning to heal our heart, learning to slow down our nerve system, you know, those are sometimes very difficult for women. And sometimes it's it's one of the last things that they'll tend to tackle because, you know, they can handle the checklist. But when it comes to really looking inside and looking at childhood wounds, that that's can be very, very difficult and, and painful at times, but it's part of the healing process. You know, it's um, as I tell our clients all the time, it's not just getting rid of the lump or the bump, but it's about a complete transformation of your life. Because what got you to this place in the, you know, in the first place was how you lived your life. And so the good news is you have a lot of control on turning your life around so that you don't have to ever fear cancer again. Yeah, that's step just say no. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Taking right. stuff off the checklist to uh, exactly. you know, reduce your stress. And as, as women, we just take on so much uh, in our schedules for our family and for our children and neglect ourselves. And that's a big thing I've been really focusing on, taking myself as a priority and other people yeah. have to wait. <laughs> Good for you. Learning to say no and setting boundaries. That's awesome. Yes. And so what is step number five? Embracing biological dentistry, um, looking at what's in your mouth and in your teeth, because your teeth are connected to the, your acupuncture meridian system. And so if you have a hunk of metal, then that's going to affect ultimately the end organ that's on that acupuncture meridian. Um, and then we, you know, I mentioned the chemical estrogens, the metalloestrogen. So mercury, if you have silver fillings, is a metalloestrogen, which will mimic and stimulate estrogen production in the body. Um, then you look at root canals. You know, a root canal is like having a dead gallbladder in your in your gut or a dead appendix, right? No matter how aseptic or clean they try to make it, it's a dead it's a dead tooth. Your body wants to try to reject it. So there's always very toxic bacteria at the root of that root canal. Um, and so, you know, look at what's in your mouth chemically, energetically, and then look at the, the flora in your mouth. There's uh, an oral DNA test that you can do. It's just a little saliva test that measures pathogenic bacteria in your mouth. And if you have them, then there's, you know, certain things that you can do to reduce the inflammation in your, in your gums and in your mouth. And so well, tell us about step number six. That's uh, the one that most people are very excited to learn about, and that's repairing your body with therapeutic plants and herbs. You know, that's the, you know, what can I do to kill this cancer, right? What can I do to really be proactive and, and be very targeted? And, you know, we could spend a whole hour just talking on that. Uh, but everything from, you know, there's different uh, nutrients, different plants, different herbs that will specifically affect cancer. Basic places to start would be making sure your vitamin D levels are between 80 and 100. And amazingly, even though women have been to oncologists, their numbers are as low as 20 or 30, and their oncologist never lets them know vitamin D is very important for you to heal from cancer. Uh, making sure your iodine levels are, are up to par because if your thyroid is, you know, if you're iodine deficient, your thyroid's going to be a little sluggish. You may have more fibrocystic cysts in your breast because of the iodine deficiency. Um, probiotics, uh, specific minerals like zinc and magnesium, selenium, those are also important, which you can get from food, 
but I find that it's very important to supplement when you're on a healing journey because you need that extra help. And so tell us about uh, step number seven. Number seven is to, um, <laughs> it's number seven. It has to do with being very proactive with prevention and, and you know, and really embracing that, keeping a, a pulse on your health. Um, and so there's different things that we can talk about. So mammography is the traditional way of, um, you know, women like to think about prevention, but Unfortunately, you know, mammograms have their own risk. Um, you know, mammography is comp compression radiation, the breast tissue, and studies have repeatedly shown that women who have many mammograms in the course of 10 years have a higher risk of breast cancer. So the good news is that there's uh, different tools that you can use, such as thermography. Thermography basically is an infrared camera uh, that reads the heat, the infrared heat coming off of your body, and it shows it up as a picture, and it shows you where the inflammation is, uh, if there is some estrogen dominance, some hormone imbalances. It won't diagnose cancer, but it will tell you if there's uh, you know, some additional inflammation in the breast tissue. And it's pretty interesting because tumors will create their own blood flow. And so you can literally see sometimes, you know, the area of the tumor with the blood flow, you know, feeding that tumor. So thermography is about 83% accurate, just like mammograms on an average, you know, so you don't just rely on one thing. Uh, look at getting an ultrasound done as well. And then there's all kinds of blood tests now, which is great, called liquid biopsies that can give you an idea if there's cancer, you know, developing in the body. Uh, one of the tests that I recommend is called IV gene, so IV, IVY, and then gene, G-E-N-E, and it measures free circulating cancer DNA in the bloodstream. And there's a chart, and zero to 19 is in the green zone. Anything above that, there's, you know, more active cancer going on. So it's a good screening tool and it's not that expensive, but it's just helps you to keep a pulse on your health because, um, unfortunately too often women are told, especially if they've gone the traditional route that they're cancer free, right? They don't see a tumor anymore. Their traditional blood work looks good, but you know, in reality, you have to check for circulating tumor cells, for stem cells to see if there's still the presence of some activity going on. And there's, you know, all kinds of ways to check that. Yeah. And, and I think it's, there's something to really be said for having to be cautious with conventional medical care and testing when it comes to breast cancer. Um, because uh, like you mentioned, that it takes five to eight years for a cancer to manifest as a lump or bump in the body that can then be seen by mm -hmm. a mammogram. And there's much more uh, accurate tests out there. Like I did a Sonacine, which is a, a filmed uh, ultrasound. So it's not just an ultrasound, it's a movie ultrasound. Mm -hmm. And it can detect breast cancer at half the size that a mammogram can. So awesome. it, basically if all women did that, there'd be zero cancer, breast cancer deaths because it'd be yeah. caught so early. And right. for me, that the Sonosine, the Sonosine exam caught that I had silicone leaking out of my then breast implants. And as a result of that, I got explanted. I removed my, 
my toxic breast implants, which I got when I was 19, when I was not exactly studying to be a brain surgeon. <laughs> I was 19, so I could forgive myself. Um, but but yeah, and if you have breast implants, you, you really can't get a mammogram because it, the mammogram can't see through the implants and it can crush them. I've had two friends that their implants were ruptured uh, um, because you're compressing them with the mammogram. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a problem there. If you have a, a breast implants, you don't want to be doing mammograms. So women, I think, don't want to pay out of pocket. They don't want to do thermography because they have to pay out of pocket, much less a sonus sine, which is about same range. It's about $300 for that test. Um, thermography is about $200. Um, but uh, so when women are going to do pre-screening with their conventional medical doctor, are there any tips that you can give them in regards to maybe taking that their uh, perhaps they, they have a, a false negative, um, like they go to the doctor and they, they do all the tests paid for by the insurance and they get a free and clear bill of health. There are other things that they should be doing in conjunction with that to make sure that they're free of breast cancer. Definitely, you know, um, get some of those tests done, do a sonogram, do the sonocine, like you mentioned, um, and really keep a, a, a tab on what your breast tissue feels like. So that brings me to, to this little guy here, my breast friend. <laughs> so this is a, um, it's a silicone breast model that has been used um, by a company called Mamacare Method. And uh, for th- 30 years, uh, this has been the training tool for doctors to learn how to feel a breast lump. So you look at the back and there's different size tumors and uh, different depths in the breast. And so the Mamacare Method company and Dr. Goldstein um, have asked me to take this to the general public. So women could now learn what normal breast tissue feels like in relationship to theirs and what a tumor may feel like, a little unhealthy cyst or tumor. Um, So we're hopefully launching this in the next few months, and um, I think it'll be a great tool for women to learn um, how to you know, feel their breasts and really do a thorough breast exam because the studies have shown with this method, um, the accuracy is finding um, the difference between finding a lump that's the size of a ping pong ball versus the size of a pea, a small pea. So pretty, pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's so important because I think like myself, I get lazy and I, I don't do my breast exams half the time like I should be doing. And so that would really be helpful because I don't really know what I'm looking for. Exactly. And so I think a lot of women are in the same boat there. And that's all like you found it in the shower, you were feeling around and it's important for women to to do that. Uh, How often do you think they should do that? At least once a week. Once a week. Um, Once a week. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when you order the product, it comes with the training video. So you really follow the grid method and you do three different types of pressure light medium and deep as deep as the chest wall and you know women don't know but you know your breast tissue can extend up into you know the collarbone down the sternum underneath the bra line and then you have to check the armpit too for swollen lymph nodes so it's um it's a pretty um you know very accurate method that really you know helps you to hone in on what your breast tissue should feel like are there any myths about breast cancer that keep women in fear? Like, can you outline a few of them? Well, the big one is the, you know, the whole estrogen 
hormone thing, you know, where women are, are told to take uh, hormone suppressing drugs because they're told that that's driving the cancer. So, you know, we kind of debunk that myth. Um, another one would be uh, don't eat certain foods like flax because it's a phytoestrogen and, and that's going to stimulate cancer. Well, again, you know, food has been around forever and um, you know, plants or plant estrogens actually have a protective effect um, on those estrogen receptor sites. So, you know, don't worry about eating um, foods that are labeled, you know, phytoestrogens. Um, you know, soy is a big, a big questionable food, um, but if it's non-GMO, if it's fermented, you know, you're, you're okay there eating the whole edamame pod, you know, the beans, you know, that's okay. But it's, you know, don't start drinking soy milk and eating soy cereal and soy nuts. And, you know, that's an overload, but just in moderation, um, we know that soy can actually have a protective effect. Uh, let's see, what's another myth? Um, that uh, hormone suppressing drugs will actually heal you from cancer. <laughs> so, you know, a big uh, drug that's used often is tamoxifen. What most women don't realize is that tamoxifen is classified as a carcinogen by the World Health Organization and the American Cancer Society. So does it make sense that you're trying to heal from cancer and you're taking a drug that's been shown to be carcinogenic and can create, you know, secondary cancers, which unfortunately I've seen. So, you know, there's a lot of myths. Here's another one. How about the BRCA gene? Right. If you have the BRCA gene, then you should have your breasts and your female parts taken out. Well, the BRCA gene is a tumor suppressor gene. It's a good gene. And genetically, less than 5% of women will actually develop breast cancer because of a familial genetic trait. But even then, you know, you have to look at, you know, what causes the gene mutation? Well, you know, studies have shown that it could be environmental radiation, could be medical radiation, stress, lifestyle. You know, we know that our genes can turn off and on, right? And so think about the BRCA gene as a, as a very tumor, uh, tumor suppressor gene. So it's a protective gene that you want to have very active. And if, if in your recommendation, would you recommend women get mammograms at all? or just skip those all together and just do thermography or sonocine, other types of ultrasound? Well, technically, I'm not going to tell anybody not to have a mammogram. You know, that's ultimately their choice. I personally have never had one. And I think with everything that we know now, um, here's another study, a 25-year Canadian study done on 90,000 women. And they looked at mammography versus a breast self-exam. And they found that mammograms did not reduce breast cancer mortality rate, not even by 1%. And it was just as effective in finding a lump as a breast self-exam. So, you know, there's safer ways. And I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, the billion-dollar mammogram industry doesn't like to hear that. But, you know, it's going to be a thing of the past. And more and more doctors are agreeing with this. Yeah, I'll, I'll never get a mammogram, for sure. I'm just going to do sonocine and thermography once a year and yeah. Do more breast self exams, and uh, that'll be my method. Okay. Um, so let's talk a little bit about if someone has a breast cancer diagnosis and wants to heal their body naturally with less toxic methods as opposed to radiation and chemotherapy, which are mm -hmm. extremely toxic to the body. My father died from his cancer treatments 
after he was diagnosed with esophageal cancer. So what are someone's options if they don't want to go the traditional conventional medical route? Well, uh, first of all, don't guess when it comes to your health and don't try to figure this out on your own, you know, which is why, you know, we, we offer coaching and there's plenty of doctors out there, integrated doctors that will work with you and help to guide you. You know, it's a, it's a complex picture and, you know, you just can't say, well, I'm going to take this herb or I'm going to do this and the cancer is going to go away. No, you have to really be diligent and have a protocol um, one of the tools that we recommend is something called the RGCC or the grease test, which uh, measures uh, circulating tumor cells. And then it can test specifically what chemotherapy agents and what natural extracts affect those cells specifically. So it takes the guesswork out of your protocol. For some people, it may be high dose vitamin C will work better along with um you know, artemisinin or something, or quercetin, where somebody else, it may be polyMVA and and Oracel or solicinium. So there's, you know, different protocols for different people. And if you are interested in chemo, you can do something called low-dose chemotherapy or IPT, which is only 10% of the chemo dose. And they, they uh, use it with, you know, lowering your blood sugar. And then when your blood sugar is low, then they inject 10% of the chemotherapy with a little bit of glucose. And of course, cancer cells, right, suck up the glucose with the, with the chemo and fewer side effects. Um, you know, people don't get sick. They don't lose their hair. Um, so, you know, that's an option if you feel that a chemotherapy agent would be would be best for you. Isn't it true if you're getting sick, if your hair is falling out and you're nauseated, you're getting too high a dose for you, for you and your body? Yes, yes, for sure. I mean, you know, chemotherapy is designed to kill, you know, the, the tumor. But then you have to look at, and same with radiation, but you have to look at how... It, you know, how is that affecting the stem cells, the breast cancer stem cells? Well, those cells are resistant to chemo and radiation. In fact, they make them more resistant. So the chances of developing a secondary cancer is very, very likely. Yeah, I don't understand why more doctors aren't testing for the kind of chemotherapy that your cancer uh, will respond to. I just do not understand that. I've had so many friends and family members that have a diagnosis of cancer not one mention of that option. It's cookie cutter, unfortunately. And unfortunately, you know, they do get a kickback for chemotherapy agents that they recommend. So it's it's sad truth, but it's it happens. Yeah, I think a lot, a lot of people out there, millions are getting chemotherapy that will have no effect whatsoever on their particular cancer. Um, so very, very important to know this stuff. And I'm glad everyone's listening right now so they can share this information with for themselves or for their friends and loved ones that get this type of diagnosis and they have more options about how to go about it. Because one thing, one of the main reasons I do this show is to empower you, the listener, to not just give away your power to your medical doctor, to your health practitioner. You have to take responsibility for your own health. You have to ask the tough questions. You have to do the research on Dr. Google to find out what are the other options, testing, treatment options available out there that I'm not getting from this one practitioner I'm talking to. I consider it just merely one consultant 
in your health. You have to consult with other people as well. Exactly. You know, create a healing team for yourself and make sure that the doctor that you work with is on your team and he's willing to explore new things. If, if you go to a doctor and he says, this is my way or the highway, then take the highway because it's not in your best interest because, you know, everybody's so different. And you have to understand that if you developed cancer, then there's some things that are out of balance in your body. You know, your immune system's compromised, you're toxic, you're tired, you're stressed out. And you have to change those things. Taking the magic pill or the magic herb or the chemo or whatever is not going to change that. You have to get to the root cause of what's allowed that to develop in the first place. Yeah, there are no miracle cures. <laughs> right. It's just like your seven-step system. There are all these different factors you have to address in a holistic type system with your diet, your supplements, your stress, bioenergetics. We talk a lot about that here on this podcast and on my supercharged podcast, very important. Um, so a lot of different factors play into the development and the treatment uh, of a cancer once you get it. So tell us where we can learn more about you, uh, work with you and one of your coaches and, you know, to conquer breast cancer. So we have a great website called Breast Cancer Conqueror, C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-O-R.com. Um, there's all kinds of information on there. I mean, I've been blogging for five, six years now. So lots of great updated information. Um, I do have a book called Heal Breast Cancer Naturally. You can find it on Amazon. It's been a number one bestseller for four years now in nine different categories. So including oncology and nursing oncology, which is kind of surprising. Um, coming out with a new edition in the spring. So it'll be updated and because so much has changed in just four years. And then, um, yeah, we've got some great coaches that I've certified. Um, they're, you know, they've been doing this for years and they take you through the process and you start off by answering a 15 page questionnaire. So we know where you are on each of those steps, each of the essentials and where you need support. So it's a, it's a great program. Plus we have retreats um, that we host every year. And I do take a group of women to Cancun at the Hope for Cancer Center uh, Dr. Tony Jimenez. Um, so we do that once a quarter. And it's just a great way to bring a small group of women to Cancun, which some people are afraid of Cancun because they don't know, they've never been to Mexico. And to show them that it's really like a five-star facility and it's very safe. And, you know, they offer amazing testing and therapies. And so it's it's a fun week that we spend together. No, I love that. Is That's where I recommend people go if anyone, uh, I have clients or people reaching out on Facebook or asking me where to go. That's where I would go. I would go to hopeforcancer.com uh, to get treatment. They're doing so many cutting edge things there. And I met Dr. Jimenez at mm -hmm. on the Dr. Nandy show and he was uh, appearing on that as well, doing amazing stuff there. And unfortunately, he has to be working in Mexico because in the United States, people that are actually curing cancer get shut down yes, um, because yes. the big pharma, they want to protect their medical testing equipment uh, profits and the drug profits. And they don't want people curing cancer. They want people on their drugs doing their testing. So people have to be very hyper aware of that when they're going to their conventional doctor as well. And yeah. uh, so they're not going to get uh, get recommended the, the most cutting edge treatments typically. There's definitely many doctors that are offering amazing advice 
uh, for their patients, but more often than not, they are not. So they're, they're very limited in their knowledge about cutting edge treatment approaches. So that's why I think a lot of doctors doing the best work are doing that outside of the United States. Yes, yes. And a lot of the technologies that they use there are actually from Germany. And so, you know, why go to Germany when you can just, you know, go to Cancun? It's, you know, so much quicker and easier. And yeah, the things that they're doing there is is pretty exciting. Yes. Well, Dr. V, I love the work that you're doing. It's so important to get this message out there to people because so many people are getting the diagnosis of cancer and there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of pressure uh, from from their physicians to do surgery right now, do chemo right now. We've got to we've got to do this treatment as quickly as possible. And so people kind of, um, you know, move forward in their treatment protocol out of fear rather than yes. out of a place of education and confidence. And so I love the what you're doing. It's very, very important work. So thanks for what you do. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Wendy. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah, so everyone, thank you so much for listening today to the Myers Detox podcast, where we talk about everything regarding uh, detoxification and natural healing modalities. So please take a couple of minutes to go to iTunes and leave us a review. We'll take one or two minutes of your time if you enjoyed today's show. And if you want to learn more about my top detox tips, go to detoxforenergy.com. I have a free download, free uh, top tips to detox like a pro checklist. And I will speak to you guys next week. Happy holidays.